Hi, hello, and good morning. Welcome back to Bros Night, the weekly podcast where my best friend and I get together to shoot the shit, catch up, and vent about life. We have a really exciting episode today with a special secret guest, the first of the season. But before that, let me introduce once again the one, the only, irreplaceable, Columbia's best, Miss Jason Lop. Miss Columbia, if you will. Miss Columbia, Miss Columbia if you will. If you're nasty. R- reigning Miss Columbia 2022, if you will. Miss Delusional is what you are. <laughs> Hi, hello, how are you? Hi, good, how are you? I'm good, I'm very excited today. Aren't you? I have butterflies. That you, you sh- I just should have. I do. I wish I'm you, so I wish you would. Yes. <laughs> I'm so scared. I am excited and nervous as to where this journey is going to take us, but I'm excited. Mostly same sis, same sis. Um, do you want to tell our people or should I... Um, I'll tell the people. You'll tell the people? Yeah. Okay, tell the we people. We have a very what? special guest today. A very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Portugal. Miss Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> the love of my life. The love of his life. Uh, the, the twinkle in my eye. The twinkle in his eye. The gum to my drop. The gum to his drop. The dew in the morning sunshine. Oh my God. Okay, that's okay, it. Okay, I'll stop. Jared. <laughs> Mr. J. Red, Jared. Burr, 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 burr. Hi. You're my man's. Yes. I, I talk about you all the time as my man's Jared. And you, are, you are my life partner. Mm. Thank you. The man who he chooses to share his uh, house house with. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> I call it a podcast studio. He calls it a house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's a dining room right now. But no. tomato, tomato, same thing. It's a it's a it's a recording studio, home, and also catering service. Remind me not to throw away any of the egg crates. Why the egg crates? Uh, you, if you put them on the wall, it makes the uh, sound. Oh my go god! Away. Very smart. Go to Costco. We'll get the big ones. Our poor house is going to be covered in egg crates. I'm over here decorating left and right, and he wants to put egg crates on our walls. Look, I support what you want to do in life. <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> Chef or podcast cart person? That's why we call you our producer. No, I don't support you financially. <laughs> <laughs> but you help me produce this podcast. I need to get one thing clear right now. Oh what is it? What I is have it? not invested anything in this podcast. You invested in me, therefore you invested. You're invested in this mm-hmm. podcast. Yes. Fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sound Producer, uh, Catering Services. Catering Services, um, <laughs> Studio Owner. Food Buyer. Food studio buyer, Owner. Studio Owner. <laughs> he also gets his drinks. <laughs> and also Bartender. He helped us set up this whole uh, gig up. Yeah. Yeah. He set up the gig. He set up the gig. gig we put in the money. Dolls. He set up the gig. Yeah. Anything? No? No. No? Oh, okay. Well, welcome okay. to the house. We're excited to have you. Thank you. It was are, about are, time. Yeah, right? I've been begging and pleading for a whole year. Whole year. And I don't think he even wanted to do this episode, but we forced him to. Yeah. As, as a producer, he needed to. Yep. Here you are. Are you? If I have to be around while you set up this equipment and take it down and set it up and take it down for every weekly episode, I might as well like participate. Look, uh, I'm going to take one of the spare bedrooms that we have that I like to call the yoga studio and turn it into the podcast studio. So once that happens, you won't even have to worry about it. Just don't open the door ever. Just knock before you enter. If there's cameras involved, I'm going to be concerned. (laughs) There may or may not be. If uh, there's LED tape and cameras involved. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I know where this is going. I don't know why you're surprised because you'd probably be the one to get us the LED tape. No, you just take it from the kitchen cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For the past uh, like two weeks, we have gone in this frenzy of changing out every light bulb to a hue light bulb. Uh, Jared is a is a lighting uh, nerd. I can confirm that it looks like a gay disco in here. It does. It looks wonderful. And I'm not mad about it. It's wonderful. Oh, it, do you think it's interesting if we talk about how we got them all so quick? Quick. Yeah. Before we get there, though, do you want to uh, cozy on up with a nice little drink? Yeah, I think today we're drinking Negronis, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want to be part of? I mean, I know you're always part of uh, this segment, but. <laughs> I was going to say something now really now, bad. Well, now you're real part of... Uh, <laughs> I know it's your favorite segment. Hot. <laughs> no, go for it, Albie. Albie it's, it's time for Albie's cocktail hour. Yes, who doesn't love a good cocktail? I know he does. I know he does. <laughs> so in spirit of it being January month, and since we're still talking about gin... <clears throat> but we're me. back to talking to gin because last week... We discovered my love for this red wine. Yes, yes, for that semi-sparkling red wine. Yeah, uh, semi-sparkling. We realize that you like a semi in your, yeah, in your mouth hole. So, <laughs> 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 so uh, this week we're back to gin. I think it might be the last week that we're talking to gin, and we are 
So January is almost over. January. Oh, oh my, my God. God. This is why you're the producer. God damn it. He produces the content, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> produces the content. He hates it, but you know, God gave him a talent. He can't be mad at that. Yep. So uh, one of your favorite cocktails that I think you kind of discovered while we started dating is the Negroni. Yeah, it all started with our uh, going to the Pink concert, right? Yeah, we went to the Pink concert one year and we ran into my old chef. And she like pulled us aside. Who had she moved away to LA, and we happened to be walking by one of the casinos, and sh- we ran into her, pulled us aside, decided to get cocktails with her, and we all ordered Negronis. And you was like, "What is this? <laughs> it's good." They're an acquired taste for sure. They are. Oh, absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. But they're delicious, and that's how we're gonna fi- finish off January. Hooray! Hooray! I do have to admit to the audience, though. I if I make them at home, I do water them down a little bit with soda water. Just to cut that edge. I think the whole point is to water it down, but you just get there quicker. We got those big cubes that help a lot too. Oh yeah, they're so cute. I can confirm. The big cubes, I think, are supposed to slowly water them down to get to that drinkable point, but you have no patience. So you just literally just add a splash of soda water. What cocktail? (laughs) (laughs) I need a refill, by the way. I think if you get this drink at a restaurant, it's one of those drinks that puts some chest in your hair. Some chest on your hair? (laughs) Jason, we're cutting you off. (laughs) We've also had really bad Negronis before. Oh, yeah. Like you go to some place and it's even on their menu and then you you order it and it comes out and you're just like, you know, they put they, rum in here. You know, they probably bought it on like a big plastic jug from like Smart and Final. <laughs> Smart oh, no. and Final. Yeah. But tonight I'm going to teach you how to make a proper Negroni, oh, right. like the Italian snake, the real bitter one. So it's equal parts gin, vermouth. And Campari. Do we use sweet vermouth or dry vermouth? Do you remember? I don't remember. It's the one Nicole told us to buy. Uh, is it red label it's or a, green label? It's a brownish and beigeous label. So go look for that brownish, greenish, beigeous <laughs> label. <laughs> Maybe we'll use it as a show pick. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll show you which negro or which vermouth we use. But one ounce gin, one ounce vermouth, one ounce Campari. Campari is that weird, bitter Italian aperitif. I don't know what else you use it for other than Negroni, so... Uh, me neither. But then again, I'm not a bartender. It I tastes like cough medicine if it's not mixed with alcohol, though. Mm-hmm. Like every other aperitif. So you put it in a shaker glass, but you don't shake it. You stir. Not like, what's his name? Mr. Bond? You just stir, 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 get it nice and cold. It's kind of like an old-fashioned, so you pour it in a cute little uh, rocks glass. If you have a big old ice cube, throw that bitch in there and garnish it with a little... Um, orange peel. Orange peel. Does this one get cherries? No. I put cherries in mine. But is well, it like, you're a, a, like a regular ho. cherry? <laughs> I am a Luxardo ho. Is it like a regular cherry or just a black cherry? One of those uh, Luxardo cherries. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Like the It's the like Maris- the Shirley Temple cherries, but for adults. The Shirley yeah. Temple Maraschino cherry. Not the bright red fluorescent ones. Yeah. No, the good ones. The red number four cherries? Yeah, no, not those. <laughs> <laughs> Use the good ones because, you know, I like a little snack and we've heard because I am a little snack. (laughs) Right. Right. When we met. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was podcast. Oh, and thank you for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you next week without Jared. (laughs) But yeah, that is the Negroni. You're welcome, everyone. Make yourself at home. It's, um, I should say, make yourself the drink at home. And join us. And, and join us. And, and it, there was a lot of trial and error with the vermouth because that's where it can get really get weird. So definitely um, try different ones. Buy the little bottles because once you get the big bottle, you're kind of committed for a while. Unless you're a big vermouth drinker like a martini drinker. Nobody in the world is a big vermouth drinker. No, so you got to start small and work your way up. Yeah figure out what you like and then go from there. Mm-hmm. But you like to, like we said, you like to water yours down a little bit. So. I like to make them fizz. Yes, yeah, so you add a little splash of club soda, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like a spoonful. Yeah, like not much. No. It just cuts the the harshness a little bit. Would you say a semi-bubbly? Semi-bubbly? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, now that we're nice and... Like Toasty. Jason said, uh, got some chest on our hair. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm foreign. Okay. <laughs> what did you say earlier? Um, never mind. Uh, so let's talk about these hue light bulbs that I'm, we're kind of obsessed with right now. Our place is a vibe. 
or like Jason likes to call it. A gay disco. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's redundant for one. <laughs> we are gay. That's like saying a gay pastry chef. Like we get the point. I mean, yeah. listen, I have two light bulbs in my room or three like cold light bulbs in my room. Wow, Jason Bragg. And I thought that was enough. A bitch, you have the whole living room. The whole downstairs is covered in new light bulbs. Yeah. But it was a mission. Because when we started doing this, it, we were just at the store and we decided to buy the starter pack. And then we realized that our light bulbs downstairs aren't the right size that we got. We need the down lights for the recessed cans. Yes. So those are really hard to find right now. Everywhere sold out. Everyone had the same idea to change out their light bulbs at the same time. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wanted a gay disco in their living room. Everyone did. So how did we find all, how many, do you know how many light bulbs we have on here? Because I counted. Um, I don't know how many we have installed, but I know how many I came home with the other day from my road trip. Yeah. We, downstairs, we have at least 12, 12 to 15 light bulbs. Yeah. I mean, if people did the math, they'd think that we're crazy. A but little bit. It's all six months, no interest, guys. So it, it really <laughs> isn't that crazy. It's an investment at this point. Producer, sound person, finance. Lighting. Lighting. I'm not a fiduciary. <laughs> <laughs> he does our counting books, too. No, no it, it is a vibe, though. I, I, I'm not mad about the, the light bulbs, to be honest with you. I'm glad you guys did it, all of them. It's we, got like a Vice City vibe. It it's Even very, though the preset is called Tokyo. It's very Miami Tokyo. Beach. There's yeah, one, Vice yeah, City. You Vice. know, Vice City. Oh, that's right. You just said Vice City. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But Jared literally had to go back home to Tulare, California, which is, he calls the armpit of California. <laughs> and on his way back, hit it's, it's every... It's between Fresno and Bakersfield. It's pretty, pretty rough. It's a cute place. I it's have a quaint. Been it's quaint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's growing. Not with your help. Not on me, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's growing. <laughs> but he had to hit every Home Depot like on the way back. It's a five and a half hour drive and he had to hit every Home Depot back and he was able to find like 15 light bulbs. Well, it's it started off when I got there because as you know, um, sorry to Larry if you're listening, there's not a lot to do there, especially on a Tuesday, oh, sorry, a Monday night in the middle of December. So I went down, back home for a funeral, which is, you know, what, what it is. But while I was there, I did think about these bulbs that we've been chasing around that you can't find anywhere in Vegas. And Alberto's been able to find a few on Amazon that are like open box, questionable, but they work. They're great. Um, I found, I will say, I did find the last one in Vegas. I woke up yeah. one day and I checked Best Buy stock after checking for like a couple of days and I couldn't find any. And I woke up one day and there was one that somebody like, I think returned again, open box. They had like returned it or something. And I bought the last one in Vegas. So that was me. How many Home Depots did you hit? Um, Tulare, Hanford, like Delano, Tehachapi, <laughs> Barstow. At least five. Jeez. So I, I got to the hometown. I'm unpacking the car and we're just chilling. My, my dad's in the shower. My mom's talking to me and I've got my laptop out and I start looking for these things. And so there's one in, in the Tulare Home Depot that I can do curbside pickup for. So I was like, eh, I'll do it. And I found out that you can pay with something for home you can buy something through the home depot website with paypal and because i have paypal credit i can everything six months no interest with paypal credit basically mm. so i looked at there was like check nearby and i clicked on some stores nearby and hanford which is about 20 minutes away had six and i was like well crap that's half as many as we need at this point so i bought those picked those up that night too and then the following day was a funeral so i just kind of hung out but when i went and picked up the six in hanford I checked the shelf and they had another one on the shelf. So I think they only sell you like their inventory minus one. So that way you're not let down or whatever mm -hmm. if they don't have it. So then came back home and then on, on Thursday I was driving back to Vegas and I just decided to hit every Home Depot, which is remarkably easy because Home Depots are typically located right <laughs> off the freeway in every city in California. Which is something that I never noticed up until you mentioned it. There's literally like two on the way to LA that are, you exit and they're right there. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one I hit, well, out of leaving town on Thursday, I, I hit the Tulare Home Depot because I hadn't gone inside and they had one there on the shelf. So I paid for that one. And oh, I forgot to mention that. I, I, so all these curbsides I picked up with PayPal credit and pre-purchasing. But then I figured out that you can buy a Home Depot credit card <laughs> with PayPal credit money. So I'm basically deferring interest on a gift card. 
which mm-hmm. I'm not advocating for anybody, but <laughs> it was really easy to do. So it wasn't like dropping a ton of money over and over and over at all these stores. And so I hit the, the 45 minutes out of Slarius Delano, which is like a really small town near Bakersfield. And their smart bulb shelf was full of Stacked. at least two to three of every bulb that Hugh makes. Like nobody in Delano gives a shit about <laughs> <No>. Hugh bulbs <laughs> at all. They don't they could care. care less. Like they're burning oil and pumping oil out of the ground. I don't think they care about any of that stuff. So they're not cheap. So I mean, a small no, town like that, you can. I'm sure that there's. I'm, maybe they got better things to do, like meth. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> but so then, um, after Delano was on my way to Vegas through uh, Central California, crossing over into Nevada, and I got a phone call from the Barstow Home Depot, which I had already done curbside pickup for three lamps, and they said, "Hey, we only have two. And I'm like, "Okay, cool. That changes my plans a little bit. I'll be there in about an hour." Um, it was more like an hour and a half, but I knew that I was close to the one in Tehachapi, which is um, kind of up high in the mountains. There was snow on the ground and I looked it up and it was four miles away. So I just kept going and exited the freeway and hit that place and they had to. So it was Delano, Tehachapi, Barstow. And by the time I got home to Vegas, I had 15 of these hue lamps. I didn't count intentionally because I didn't really like yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. It's kind of like, it, do yeah. you want to sign up for a rewards program at the liquor store? No, because I don't want to know how much I money I spend here every year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we, I, I get home and load the car and stack them up. I'm like, crap, I got 15 of these things. I think we only need one more to do the whole house. Yeah, I counted all the light bulbs we have in the entire house. We have 17 of these light bulbs in just like the common areas, like the downstairs and in the hallway. Um, I really don't need this vibe to be in the... We might actually be able to sell some and make some money back. Maybe, but we're not those people. Are we? Are we those people? Uh, we're scalpers? not scalpers. Like, we're not selling an Xbox for $2,000 on eBay, but we might like charge, you know, 10% more. I mean, we can talk about that later off the air. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, we, uh, I still have one that hasn't shipped from Amazon. So after that one comes in... It's I think fair to say you can cancel that one if you want. No, that completes us. After that, our whole house will be a club, a, a vibe. vibe, a whole vibe. And and so the whole interesting thing about this is I thought you could just order things from Home Depot mm-hmm. and they would just mail them to you. Mm-hmm. Nope. And from what I've gathered is for smaller items like this, once it's on the shelf at the store, they have no interest in repackaging it and mm-hmm. shipping it to a customer. Right. They, they have like third party like DoorDash people or something where mm-hmm. you can do like local pickup and delivery. But 90% of the boxes that I picked up from stores were covered in dust. Yeah. Wherever these have been sitting, they've been ignored forever. Yep. And they're at the back of the shelf or the bottom of the shelf. They're not, it doesn't look like in the Central Valley of California, they're very uh, popular popular or anything. So it went really well for us. (laughs) (laughs) So now we know if we want colored light bulbs, go to Central California. Not anymore because we bought them out. <laughs> but <laughs> find give a, it a couple months until they resaw. Find another, find another like a uh, small little town off of a highway and go there. Mm. And I'm sure you'll find them. Go to your nearest ho- Home Depot off of the freeway. Look, I'm not mad at it because Jared is a big lighting nerd, a big techie theater lighting nerd. And so for us to have boring white light bulbs just didn't fit into my. Um, in the, my the kitchen lights were pretty harsh. They were homophobic, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember. Your were like daylight white, but bright, but. Uh, cool light and they weren't cool i'm much happier with the vibe we have now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this fits more into our narrative i'm just waiting for whitney houston to come out and do a concert she, you know she's in the bathtub you know right she, now um, <laughs> oh so i was waiting <laughs> for that one sorry to break it to you jason that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about that <laughs> yikes uh do you want to talk about your uh theater background and how you're a nerd when it comes to theater i wouldn't say that i have a huge theater background but it's, it's where i started excuse me you're gonna what, what, what? Does it make him a nerd? A nerd, excuse me. No, I'm like I'm not like a musical nerd or a show tunes nerd, but I'm a like tech, like theater, tech theater nerd. Theater. He wasn't he wasn't in tights going like Romeo Romeo. Wherefore Romeo. Romeo? Why would I be playing Juliet? <laughs> Why are you trying to be like? Uh, it's 2021. Men can play whatever they want. It's Julio and uh, Julio and uh, Romeo. Julio and Romeo. <laughs> hey, Romeo. One's a Colombian family, one's a Mexican family, and yeah. they're like opposite cartels. <laughs> you just scissored. <laughs> I just, sorry, I made a scissor. He's just scissored with his That's fingers. A different Lifetime movie. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it too. <laughs> but uh, really, no. Yeah, but yeah, tell us. 
Um, like which part sh- should I start at the beginning or it was, I think if I remember correctly, it was like a stormy summer day, May 13th, May 18th, I, I don't know. 1988 when, um, why you got to tell people my personal identifiable information. <laughs> now my identity is going to get, so you want to tell them my social too? And the name of my yeah. first pet. Yeah. His first pet was, um, scabbers, squiggles. Close enough. Yeah. Sure. Is this Harry Potter or? <laughs> Do you know who you're dating? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but really, techie nerd. Um, so I got started in high school doing tech theater, and I really fell in love with all of that stuff to the point that I kind of dropped out of college and did some, um, what my parents probably would have considered to be uh, terrible life choices. But it set me up <laughs> for success. Mm-hmm. Um, He's being modest. I, I, I am. I started doing like a summer production in high school for Beauty and the Beast and got really into that stuff. And there was a mentor of mine that got me involved in working with uh, the union in Fresno, California, f- doing some shows. And it was like right after I turned 18, they needed people really hard. So I think my senior year of high school, before I even went off to college, that like period of time where you're a senior and you don't have to go to class because you've already taken your finals, but you haven't graduated yet. I actually went and loaded up the Madonna tour in Fresno, California in like late June, 2006 or early June, 2006. And it was her first stop after um, her rehearsal show. So basically like she was rehearsing in Arizona, I think. And then they had taken the rig down for the first time and transported it to the next place. So there was a whole bunch of kinks and it just, to me, it was, it was a real learning experience because I think the crew was also learning how to set up the show after it traveling for, you know, a few hundred miles and stuff like that. It was a two day setup, a one day teardown. And I graduated in between that and then high school. And then I uh, went off to college for a year to be a physical therapist, which I really wanted to do, but tech theater got me really sucked in. So after my first year of college, I started applying for, um, jobs like a cruise ship or a tour or whatever. And I um, applied through this company who said they can get me on a cruise ship, did all of the interview process. They ask you like questions about tech theater and, and how to handle and all that stuff. And they said I did a good job and they told me I got the job. But then I sent in all my, um, my, my legal paperwork mm-hmm. to them and they discovered that I was only 19 and you have to be 21 to re- work on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. You're like so, a little slice like you. Um, Never. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I got, I got pawned off in a good way um, to a, another company based out of Florida. I, I don't know if I should drop their name, but they... He worked for a very large circus company that had elephants. Okay. I mean, I, was, I meant the, the parent company of that, but... Um, oh, but... It, it rhymes yeah. with uh, Mel... Mel- but so I went on tour with Ringling Brothers Circus doing lighting and electrical for nearly two years, August of 2007 to July of 2009. And I got the most immersive training work experience program of my life. And it was really cool. And I got to travel and live on a train and I worked in close proximity to exotic animals and performers who were just so talented. It was absolutely bonkers. And I really wish that it still existed now because I would go every year that it came to Vegas if I could. So what you're saying is... Because this is what I tell people is uh, you dropped out of college, ran away and joined the circus. That's the abridged version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell people. Th- and they're like, yeah, that's and then, how I but there's you. always a follow up question. W- was he a clown? Absolutely. Still <laughs> is. Was? No. Still well, is. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't the duty I was paid to do. But yes, you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. He did a pro bono. Still does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then just from there, I've kind of moved around in the technical entertainment industry, lighting, video, pyro, lasers. Um, he does it all. And now he does in-home hue light bulbs. <laughs> if I can find them. <laughs> he will find stock, them for you. Stock, yeah. Hire me as your hue uh, consultant. I will, I'll be like the Liam Neeson of hue light bulbs. Of hue light bulbs. <laughs> hue light bulbs. <laughs> No, it's really interesting. And when I when I first met you, and Alberto told me that you were work for the circus, I was like, "Oh my god, this man is interesting." 
He's more interesting than I am. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, I work with exotic animals. I'm like, oh, no, he's living with one. <laughs> you, so you think I'm exotic? <laughs> I think you're an animal. Thank you. <laughs> but exotic. You think I'm exotic. But exotic. exotic. Jason, he, he's he's mine. Oh, you can keep him. Okay. <laughs> I want, I want sure. nothing to do with that. Um, yeah. With that exotic animal. <laughs> the, the problem, more problematic mess that is sitting in this corner. Thank you very much. <laughs> Speaking of, I am very difficult to deal with, and I will say I am very lucky and fortunate to have found you because you're like that one special breed that can figure me out and handle me. So thank you for that. It's okay. <laughs> he has a lot of patience. You're making this really like emotional, or you're making this like dork. Sorry, I wasn't trying to make it dark. I just it's okay. I needed a special person, and I found one. He's very special. Special. How cute. Special. Thanks. I like to remind the audience that I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> like chronically. chronic <laughs> Chronic singleness. Yes. If it was a disease. If it was a disease, it would be. You're I would patient be, zero. I would be, no, I would be patient zero and I would be the picture of on WebMD. <laughs> this is what this looks like. That's, that would be me. Is that it? If you are. Yeah. If, yeah. You are if, you are, if you have these symptoms. <laughs> please call your doctor immediately. Oh my God. Oh God! <clears throat> Where do we go from here? Uh, actually, I do. You want to go into the fact that um, you nerd out for the wrong reasons whenever we go to a show, or whenever we see something like the Beyonce concert. Do you want to talk about the Beyonce oh, concert? Oh, homecoming! Yes. Come on, like that blew me away. So, first of all, I, it's gotten to the point in our life where you start to notice things that are going on weirdly at and concert. I hate it. <laughs> You've ruined Or nightclubs or whatever. You've ruined me. I'll look up and I see a light flickering and I was like, oh, that's not, that light isn't uh, sending the signal to the soundboard and someone fucked yeah, up. Close enough. Yeah. Meanwhile, Calvin Harris is over there performing and I'm focusing on this light over here because you, you messed me up. But okay, so we know at this point that we uh, love us, uh, uh, our queen, lord, and savior, Beyonce. Amen. Amen. Praise be. So when she dropped the the homecoming video on Netflix from her performance over at Coachella, I was all about it. I had the VPN. I watched the night before it aired from the UK VPN, not even ashamed, fell asleep to it. The next day I wake up, we're watching it again, and I made him watch it. And he was just like, at this point, he just kind of humors me. And he's just like, I'm not super interested, but yeah, sure, play it. So we play it. I'm like dancing along, I'm singing, and then lights start to do things, the stage starts to do things, and he is geeking out over the stage, and he keeps pressing pause. <laughs> Something happens, and he presses pause, and he runs, and he's like, okay, hold up. And so then he starts to explain to me what is going on. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. So he presses play, and he's like, I need to see that again. And so then he'll rewind it. It has now taken us 30 minutes to get past the first 10 minutes of this show. This is a two hour show. And I'm just like, sir, I love you so much, but shut the fuck up, sit down. <laughs> so the the one thing that I remember is I haven't seen it in a little while, but like it starts with that wall, that metal wall with the lights hanging from it and it kind of picks up and tilts back and then you see all the steps mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's really, really cool that they took this whole element of the stage and used it for four minutes. And then that ended up being like the main part of the upper light show of the stage. But what was really cool and like literally blew me away was when they switched from week one content or mm -hmm. week one costumes to week two costumes on the show or on the, the movie. And I thought that was so nuts because at first you don't understand what's going on. Right. You're just like, how did they all change costumes? And then you kind of piece it together that the Coachella was two weeks. So Beyonce paid out of her own pocket to have a professional film crew film her concert, not for a live stream, not for the audience and at her concert, but to make a movie later. So not only were, was there like the, the film crew for the live stream and, and the, the, the video screens on the side that's called iMag, which mm -hmm. is like image magnification or whatever, they paid a whole nother crew of people to record two weekends of this concert choreographed so that they could do this movie and it was fascinating. And flawless. Yeah. yeah. The the fact that are you can't she had two takes to, yeah. to do make this movie perfect, which is really cool because you can switch between the two and it's such a like an, an amazing effect because mm -hmm. of the different color costumes. But oh my God. But the the not only did the crew do this, so synchronize it with the lights and the camera angles and everything, but the dance crews and the performers on stage were doing the same exact thing on time at the same time, and all you see is their 
costumes change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole marching band yeah. that's choreographed. They're not just standing there being weird. Like this, mm-hmm. probably 60 or 70 performers on that stage. Yeah. Between everybody, and they're all just flawless. Yeah. And all at this point, one beat, you know, literally, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, and we know they show in the movie that they had rehearsals and all that stuff. But I mean, I don't know how much Beyonce got paid to do Coachella. I think the number's out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I could look it up. But to pay to do the rehearsals and to document, like, to hire a documentary, or documentary crew to do all that kind of stuff and like have all of this content to make this movie, that cannot be cheap. She, I mean, Beyonce probably has like at least one video person follow her everywhere mm-hmm. she goes, whether or not they're like out in the public or seeing right. or whatever. But that she had to get more people yeah. for this. Definitely like an outside company to like come in that like aren't used to doing her stuff that had to get her vision and be like flawless. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing about Beyonce. She, everything she does has to be so perfect. perfect. So oh God, I love her. I'm assuming, you know, it cost her a pretty penny to, yeah. to but the fact that like I, enjoy watching her perform and I enjoy her music and I'm over here geeking out over this and he can still enjoy it and and appreciate the music and appreciate her performance but geek out over all these technical aspects of it like it just a match made in heaven right here it was the same when we actually went to see her live in Pasadena right that was nuts yeah that was that stage that when that thing started moving and you remember that yeah I mean it's a football stadium so it's 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 at least a hundred feet wide I mean, it's 100 yards, definitely. I don't know how wide a football field is, but it's it was huge. It's a full rig that they bring in in truckloads and, and set up. And I that think stage be- wasn't small. No, no, no. It, it was gigantic. Small. And I think Beyonce was traveling. I, she was the, traveling. The one entertainment person out there who's listening to this can correct me, but I, I believe that Beyonce had like two rigs, which means that while she's doing a concert in one venue in one city, her crew's already setting up another stage in the next one. Because That's it, nuts. It takes so long to set up a stage that big. Uh, U2 did it when they did that big um, structure. It's called the U2 360 tour. They have multiple rigs so that way they can do more shows more closely together. But what that means is that you have two separate crews who set up and they kind of leapfrog from city to city so that ticket sales can, can go up, sh- the number of shows can mm-hmm. go up, and and therefore the productivity and the money making goes yeah. up. Now, you being in this industry, I'm assuming it's the same situation when it comes to like a Europe show. Like, do they have their own separate crew in Europe that travels with did them? You, did you watch the Pink documentary, the one that just came out recently? No, I haven't. She actually. literally goes through that, that same issue that you're just speaking up on because she did her US tour of it. And then when they went to do the UK version, they had a like a similar set, but different layout and I think you can probably like go a lot more in depth with it but like one of the issues that she was having was that like the stages were bigger and different sizes so from what they were used to in the US and so she's like I'm having a hard time keeping up the speed and the pace because now I'm sprinting from this side to this side instead of just like walking fast. Yeah definitely um, watching the documentary there was a lot of cool stuff like if if she's trained and choreographed and totally ready to go with her show that she does in the US arenas when you go to Europe and you're playing a Wimbledy stadium, there's a huge difference in the floor size for a show like that. And if you take your arena rig in there, it's going to be small. But it's not the same. It's not the same rig. It's a whole nother yeah, crew. So, with so they added people, right? more more runway off the end of her stage mm-hmm. and more width to her stage, I, I think. And so all those times in her choreography where she can get from point A to point B to interact with the audience or to get on an aerial element or whatever was crunched because she had to run like another hundred feet for every time she wanted to go from one stage <laughs> side of the stage to the other. And, and she has to stay in time. Yeah. That's, that's the whole yeah. point is because she has such crazy blocking with where she needs mm-hmm. to be for like an aerial performance or to, to like duo with this dancer that she's moving around with or whatever. They all have to be in sync and for her to just have to up that. And I know she struggled with it too, which is totally understanding and humanizing for a movie like that. Pink is a goddess. Oh, yeah. She's a saint. Yeah, we saw Go her. Go watch her, her, her documentary too. Oh, yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. There was this one time she was having, right before Thanksgiving, she was having issues with her cheesecake. And if Pink, if you ever listen to this, I will tell you what is wrong with your cheesecake. <laughs> but she was having issues with her cheesecake and she posted it on Instagram and he sent it to me and he's like, you need to get on this stat. Like, you, I know she you literally asked for help from anybody who was a chef. Yeah. But the problem was, I'm sorry, Pink, if I say this, um, don't come for me. 
she was trying to make a vegan, gluten-free cheesecake. Nope. Oh, yeah. It was baked. So it was a vegan, gluten-free pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah. And pumpkin enough is already difficult to work with because it's a lot of liquid. And if you're trying to set it with no gluten and no eggs, he sent it to me and I'm watch the, watching the video and she's like, if there's any chef out there... That he respectfully declined I was to like, help I'm, Pink. I'm not touching that one. I'm sorry. I'm not qualified. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. Like, she just bartended at the that bar downtown recently. Yeah. Again? The last month. Again? Yeah. yeah, I think oh so. Oh my God, I've been dying to go like catch that. I wish. I mean, to set up like a Google alert for pink bartending downtown. When she starts bartending. And even then you're like four hours late. We need an in with, with somebody that works there to see whenever they put it on the on the schedule. Oh, <laughs> Can I see the payroll? I mean, place? there's some some super secret PR behind it. There has to be. But yeah. how do you how do you get in? It's like when Lady Gaga performed at the gay, uh, the gay club here in town Crave and I oh, yeah. was able to go. Yeah. It was the night before her first concert in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I think. And she did three songs mm-hmm. at Crave for free. For free. For free. But at this point, it one was song like costs you like Wednesday, Tuesday night in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and I had work the next day. But I was out drinking, mm-hmm. you know, as a gay does. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a gay does in his young twenties. When you're twenty-one, there's no time clock. Mm-hmm. You can you can party all night, get an hour of sleep, and continue again the next day. But I mean, even back then, we're talking. I'm guessing 2011, 2012, a Lady Gaga concert ticket was probably 100 to $150. Now you have to take out a second mortgage yeah. to go see one of her shows. I mean, to sit in the nose. Let's not even talk about how much Adele's tickets are going for on the secondary <gasps> oh my market. God. Ma'am. I think I saw the most I saw was like 15000 I saw <laughs> I saw an article that said up to thirty five thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Stop it. But she didn't give into casinos to do uh, VIP tickets or like um, where the casino gives tickets to their high rollers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I heard that she was not doing any of that. So Good. her fans are buying her tickets. Well, There's what I heard happened was because everything sold out during the presale, they weren't going. It wasn't. Do e- it wasn't even selling out. They had like. A, a drawing for who could oh, get into right. the sale with the sign-up links. Mm-hmm. So some people got waitlisted wait and some people got to go into and buy tickets. And then later on, they let the waitlisted people get in. And, and so it must have just been crazy. Look, I respect yeah. Adele for, for not giving into the whole, let's give VIP free tickets to go see Adele because a lot of those people just don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we that I had an issue with, with when we went to go see Pink here was- I we, was just going to bring this up. <laughs> we ended up getting, we got- floor I t- bought us floor tickets yeah. because I really, it was my first time seeing her. I love Pink. She's yeah. a great entertainer. And um, so where we were sitting was probably- like the second seat section back from the stage, like there was a floor standing section, but let's say 25 rows back from the end of the, from the front lip of the, the main stage. And you could tell that the people around us just weren't that interested. They weren't into it. it it's almost like they were um, given tickets by like casinos or maybe the venue or whatever, but and a lot Excuse of them, a lot they, of them, were they weren't like, pink fans. A lot of them were older, and you can tell that just were like sticking out. But like, if you looked up on the seats, you saw all of like younger, not super young, but like younger people that were really into it. When so you saw me? Yes, we saw you. <laughs> we did see you, Jason. We did see you. Yeah. But around us were people significantly out of our generation that they stood. It was like church. You stand up when you're supposed to, and you sit down when you're supposed to. But they weren't having fun. Like just like church. Oh, we were we were drinking. That was the day that we had uh, Negronis we for the first yeah, time. Exactly. Oh yeah. So was, yeah. we we went. We were actually going to go to Javier's at Aria, but <laughs> there was no availability. So we had a liquid meal with Betty mm-hmm. at uh, the Circle Bar. What is it? The bar called it? Uh, uh, Alibi. Alibi. So at Alibi, we had like four Negronis, and we stumbled yeah. over to the T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. So at that point, we were nice and toasty, and we had like hot dogs and corn dogs. Oh, and it was the best. Yeah. And so she she comes on, and I'm dancing, and I'm a little bit shorter than he is. So the people in front of me were like blocking my view. So I kept trying to move and get a good. Like you were on the aisle, so you could kind of step out into I was the on aisle the, a little but they, bit. The, the, the ushers working there, like, sir, you have to get back in. I was like, I know, but I can't see. And I was, I, we were the only people, like, genuinely, like, visibly having a good time. Everyone around us was just like sitting down. And then she, it's a song that, um, with Eminem, a revenge. revenge. I was just gonna yeah. bring this yeah. up also. So when that came up, there's that part where Eminem goes, he screams, "Slot!" So I'm singing along and I scream it, and of course because no one around us knew the lyrics. 
you just hear little old me scream slut at the top of my lungs. There was like a 12 year old girl in front of us. She looked so offended and her grandparents looked offended. Everyone around us just turned around and looked it, at it me. It was, was like, like when you in the movies when somebody walks into a party and the record goes mm-hmm. and the, everything just stops. It was that. It was, it was that for a brief yeah. moment. And I was like, no, if you're offended, you're not. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be, here. be here. No, yeah, this is literally the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. There's an inflatable Eminem like flying up yeah. above us. And uh, you're offended that I yelled slut because he yelled it too. No, I had a different, a different perspective of that show because I was buying tickets. On the way to the show. Yeah, you, 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 got, you got like a T-Mobile, uh, you, not T-Mobile. Um, you bought a ticket. On, like on your way, you said, but yeah. it was one of those like somebody didn't want to go or so they transferred the, the ticket to you electronically, right? No, I bought these myself. Like I bought because I, I I had a friend that was going to get me into the pink show. But then last minute, it was like they were trying to get me into that cocktail lounge that's there in the T-Mobile arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one pro- oak or yeah. So the promoters was like only girls oh. and <laughs> compared to country, I believe. You're not a woman. See, I don't understand why they do that because if if the real reason they're doing that is for boobs, I totally understand. But if some guy's trying to get his dick sucked, you'll suck it just as much as any girl in that club would. better. Thank you very much. So that's what happened. Like I was supposed to go into this concert and then last minute they're like, oh, it's only girls. Mm. Whatever. Mm. So I wasn't going to go. And the day of the show, you were texting me and you were like, oh, like we're, we're so sad that you're not here. Were we? Is that what we said? I don't think we said that. I don't think we said that, no. I have receipts. I don't have receipts. Doesn't sound like drama? It doesn't sound like us. So last minute I decided to buy a ticket. So I'm driving to the T-Mobile Arena mm-hmm. looking for tickets and I bought it on like the website that they sell the night's tickets. It was, uh, I think at the time it was Axis Tickets. Yeah. yeah. So you could like electronic, that. you could buy electronic tickets from somebody and they would be yeah. transferred over immediately. It wasn't yeah. like a scam or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. I bought a, I'm walking in, into the T-Mobile Arena, finishing my purchase. And it's like confirmation scan and, and you paid like thirty dollars, bucks, or no, okay. like eighty bucks yeah, ours, for them. Our floor seats yeah. on, on the day of the the ticket sale mm-hmm. were uh, just a couple more dollars than that. A couple more, <laughs> a couple, but more. total like different perspective because yeah, like at the end of the show when Pink went flying around the arena for her, uh, I saw the bottom of her so, boot. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> that there's a part of the song where she's all the way up as high as she can be. And she kind of like head dives down. Like mm-hmm. that happened right above us. Yeah. Mm. It was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It was a good show. And I was really glad. I don't remember what we did after. We went to the garage and we got really drunk. Oh, did we that really? sounds like us. Peryush. Peryush. Fucking mm-hmm. Eric Peryush. and Justin. I know. Mm-hmm. It's Shout out to Eric and Justin. <laughs> where the fuck are you homos at? Yeah. We need that podcast right now. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh. Dragger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the pink show was really great. I enjoyed the pink show quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. And the uh, drinking after. And of course, he was like geeking out the entire time over the stage. Over too. the stage, yeah. yeah. Do, does. do we want to talk about a, a different concert experience that happened? So we went and saw On the Run with Beyonce. Yes. Jay Z was there. Yes. Uh, Drake performed before the concert happened for a minute. He no, did. No, it you don't remember? Like they kept bringing out like famous people to sing one song well, before no, Beyonce came out. Do you remember? Because we had like one of the ASAP guys was there or something. I, I, I don't know. I thought it was Big Sean. Sure. Yeah, I think it was Big Sean. I don't know who all those people. I are. I missed sorry. that because my friend, the, my friend Anna, that we went with us, my my other best friend, she um, had a bag, and they weren't they allowing weren't bags, her so we had to go check it while you guys went into the into the into the Rose Bowl. Yeah, we were. Waiting and by the time years. we got there, Beyonce was coming out and Jay Z. So I missed the, I, like I could hear them, but I missed that was the whole a crazy weekend. That was a we very we crazy get weekend. to California, and you and forgot you're in. Sh- so we we get to California <laughs> because we rented the car uh, because we knew where it was going. We were going to have four people, so we rented the the car, used your points, and like upgraded. So we had this huge infinity we vehicle. Had a it was like boat. a school bus. <laughs> we had a on wheels. We had a tank. <laughs> it was ridiculous. We and traveled in luxury, ma'am. <laughs> so I remember we packed. I had gotten off work. Like we were all ready to go, and we we get in the car and we go, and we're having a great time. And we get up to this place, and it's an Airbnb that was slanted. Was on a road that was probably like a twenty five degree like incline. I'm not even exaggerating this. It made you, but dizzy. it was also like a house that was clearly for sale. Do you remember the for sale sign in the front? Oh yeah, I remember like it that. was clearly an Airbnb that mm. was listed on Airbnb until somebody bought the house. Right, right. And we get there, finish parking, and we go to go into the house, and I realized that I left my whole bag of clothes <laughs> on the kitchen counter at home. 
All he had was literally the shirt on his back. I literally <laughs> had the clothes I was wearing in my mm-hmm. shoes. So what did we do? We went to that bar. We went to the bar that night. Um, the one that you mentioned about the aviation yeah, drink. Yeah, that's oh. where we had the aviation drink and, 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 and the burgers. burgers. And the burgers. And then... Um, do you remember it was full of clowns? Yes. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was like, it was October. Yeah. It was, oh, it was right, right before yeah. It was right before October. We went in September. It was uh, like the last weekend of September. So they were gearing up and decorating for Halloween. There was clowns everywhere. Yeah. We don't talk about it. So instead of um, being depressed or not having fun, um, what we did bring from our... our the place we lived was a bag full of booze. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we drank once we got back from the late night dinner and we, um, we introduced Jason to big mouth. Oh, I yes. do remember that this. The TV show, yeah. which is problematic and fun in its own way. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> that was Albie's voice. That was not like a recording or anything. That was actually Albie. So, uh, we drank and then the following morning we got up and we went to what was the name of that mall? It was Glendale. The um, Glendale Mall. The, Glendale the, mall. the Grove. The Grove. Yeah. yeah so, the Grove. Which is like way bougie than anything Vegas has. Downtown mm-hmm. Summerland I'm talking to it you. It has that, uh, <laughs> that wooden like walkway. It's, it's so extra. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, and we went shopping at Top Man. R.I.P. Oh, and Top uh, Man. like H&M and a Macy's. And, and a Macy's. And we, we went to Macy's just to buy you underwear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bought underwear too because we were there, so might as well. So uh, you needed a whole outfit. We did. We I needed a whole outfit, so I think I settled on like black pants and some black shirt with a little like Hawaiian print on the sleeves. It was cute. It matched my outfit. It was oh, so random right, too yeah. because remember we were walking in and we literally ran into our neighbors from our condo complex. Yes. In at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, walking and to the. Hollywood they were Bowl. like, oh, to the con- yeah, yeah, and to I was like, con- hey, you're our neighbors, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, Park Avenue, Las Vegas. Oh well, I guess now I'm outing people, but um, <laughs> Park Avenue, we don't live there anymore. Who gives a shit? Uh, Park Avenue, Las Vegas, and they were like, oh yeah, and then we're like, yeah, we we the live guy, in the same building. The guy was more excited to recognize us than his girlfriend was. Like he was like, oh yeah, and she's like, all right, keep moving. I and they just kept walking, like zero interest. Like we didn't catch each other's names. We've just seen them around, but it was really interesting that. We all left Vegas to go see uh, Beyonce. Beyonce uh, because we didn't have a stadium at the time, and now that we do, girl, come over here. She better come. Better come. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool. Yeah, no I will doubt. take out a second mortgage to go see her. So will I. Mm-hmm. I don't have a first mortgage. I, I will take I out mean, a first. Have, why don't you take out a first? <laughs> we'll take out a first, and then we'll take out a second. Yeah, to afford the floor tickets for that one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Good times. We've had some good times together. We have. It's been a minute. Like yeah. we've known each other for quite a f- long time. Like a year or two, something like Just that. Six months, mm-hmm. <laughs> barely. Well, I mean, Jared and I have been together almost six months. Six years. Six now. years. Six yeah. months. I almost like six months. It feels like six months. Yeah. Six months feels like six years. Oh, it's been a we've been through a lot. Yeah. We're in our age now and stuff and everything. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like we had friends in the group that are no longer friends. Oh, we don't have to name anybody. It's, oh, it's cool. I'm. I'm it's, it's fine. They're probably going to be we honest them out. at the gig. No, I'm just kidding. No, we kicked them out. No. Are there any other shows we've gone to that were just like... We had a great time at Life is Beautiful. We had to oh literally we drag we Jason we to Life is Beautiful yeah. the first year he came with us. Yeah, and even then he was kind of a Debbie Downer at some points, but he's oh. gotten better. Oh. oh, I mean, we've told him to his face. This is true, but not to the people. This is new. Not to his mom. <laughs> That's J- mom. Jason, um, so Life is Beautiful is a festival in downtown Las Vegas for anybody who doesn't know, and they close off like... I don't know, 12 blocks and turn it into a music festival with stages and artwork and food and all that kind of stuff. And we went in 2018 and had a really good, good time. And I think it was Jason's first time ever going. 2019. 2019. So you guys we went and then to 2018, then I, I went to 2019. We went to 2016 the first year. We we've went been, to every year that we've been together. Yeah. Except for the year we went to go see Beyonce because it was oh, the yeah, same year. Oh yeah, that was the same year. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you're right. So 2019. Nine. 19 was the first time that I went. So 2019, mm-hmm. we, we were all having a good time. Uh, Billie Eilish was there. Mm-hmm. Who else was there that we remember? Billie oh, Eilish. Billie Eilish. Rufus the Soul was there. Uh, oh, yeah. That was a fun oh, night. Jeanette, oh, Janelle, Janelle Monet. Monet. Yeah, Janelle Monet. That, was, that was really cool. That was great. But um, yeah, as a filler moment, we were a little bit worn out, and we saw that there was this thing called Emo Night. On mm-hmm. one of the like, it's it's like a <laughs> comedy club slash side stage. So they just do like speakers when the gates open for the concert. Like I think they had Bill Nye and some other yeah. people there. Oh, we some saw Alaska, there. and they did podcast yeah. recording. Yeah, we saw Alaska. So uh, yeah, we saw Alaska there, who was a drag queen from uh, Alaska, 
and from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why she calls herself Alaska, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, mm-hmm. and. So we go to emo night and Albie and I are just having a blast because these are like every popular song from our high school years from our youth. And we're just having a blast jumping up and down the singing like like crazy people. And um, Jason's not having Jason it. just kind of walks out. He's not having the energy like I'm out. I'm done. But then I'm. one COVID year and one regular year later, we're back at Life is Beautiful and we somehow run into what was it nine uh, 2000s night or millennial night or 90s what was it? night thank Nin- you 90s night <laughs> was it 90s it was, it was 90s like britney 90s. spears backstreet boys yeah. and yeah, sync it was 90s but night. we were all being fairly uh safe with our like mask wearing and stuff so we were all in there and you guys all like jump around and have all that fun and it looked like i was being a debbie downer because mm. i was just standing there in my mask with like my arms crossed or whatever but then was it anna our, Sean. 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 our friend Sean came over and pulled my mask off like I wasn't having fun and I'm literally singing all, all of every the words. Every single to, word. I know every Britney word Spears. to Britney Spears song <laughs> or whatever and I guess like I was part of the gang again. Part of the gang part again. Part of the gang again. Our, our little Life is Beautiful group has grown little by little every uh, year. Hey, last year was really fun. Last year last was a lot year of fun. Was uh, 2019 was kind of like an accidental. Uh, Sean, do you want to hang out with us? Yeah, he'll, he'll hang out with us. And then he brings over like a person. He's, and he's in high demand. So, but like now it's those two, those two to three people that he brought along just kind of like because they were there with him are now a solid part of the group. Yeah. Life is beautiful Which group is now. fun because like we went, um, we've kind of gotten by ourselves until mm-hmm. Jason came with us that one year. Mm-hmm. And then it was a group of three, but sometimes we could, we, we branch out, we would, we'd branch out, but then we're like separate from each other. Cause nobody was, somebody was alone sometimes mm-hmm. or like without somebody. But this year we had a group of probably 10 people, I think. No, two, I, it's us four, us four, six, seven, us three, seven, to, seven to eight people. Seven to eight people, something like that. Oh, yeah. Even that. Okay. So yeah. a little bit, less but if somebody wanted to go see another performer there was always somebody in the group who was willing to go buddy system the buddy and system, so we had yeah. a buddy system that just worked out really well and mm-hmm. we would still meet up between sets or we had like a home base sort of kind of which was this big gay uh nightclub with like almost oh the hustle yes yeah hustle yes based out of new york and all of their performers are very like Hairy Queer. drag queens, or mm-hmm. you know, scantily dressed, uh, vaudevillian, you know, people who are tying women to railroad tracks. That is an SAT word right there, <laughs> vaudevillian. I mean, the dude looked like he has literally tied a woman to a set of train tracks before. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I will say the the drinks at House of Yells were really good. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we got a little hammered on Sunday. That was the cool thing about the festival is not every bar served the same special drink yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. So every bar had a different drink. Mm-hmm. And then there was that place in downtown Container Park, which is where a we park had the aviation. Built, out, built out of containers. Oh, my God. I do remember that. See, now, oh, it now you remember. Now I remember. See, I didn't want to say anything there. when you guys were recording a few Thank weeks you. ago. Producer, because I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt because every time I interrupt or say or help you guys with a, a word or a name, you call me the producer. <laughs> so now, I mean. Okay, I do remember. Yes. Yeah, you remember we, now. Yeah, that we mm-hmm. had the lovely. Um, Just remember, every time you waitress. call me a producer, um, it's gonna make my lawsuit easier and easier and easier to prove. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys make it big, and you have like, he he thinks we're gonna make it big. He has aspirations for I know. us. Oh, he we believes in us. Oh, oh. At least we have one person that believes in Just us. Just one listener. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I think I'm winding down. I think I need another drink and a little bit more cheese. But more cheese? We, oh yes, absolutely. You still have Wait, cheese, you have from, cheese from, from last from week? Last week? But, but we always have cheese. We vacuum seal it between uses yeah, so that exactly. way it doesn't, it doesn't get go weird. Bad. Yeah, no, we waste nothing in this house. Uh, I wish the audience could. We see waste us. leftovers, but that's not really our fault. <laughs> no, we're never here to eat the leftovers. Oh, um, before cheese. we go, I wish we could. The audience could see this, but I have a view of your cat Oliver, and she's perfectly sleeping in the couch. She's yes, listeners, beautiful. our girl cat's name is Oliver. Get over it. She's this a is lady. 2021. 2022. 2022, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2022. I, I, dude, I've been writing 2021 for the last, you know, 13 and a half months. I still can't change it. I, I wish I could. I'm still writing 2020. I actually got a stamp. <laughs> I got a stamp at work so that we could avoid this. Yeah, that's going to be me for the first three months of the year. I just change it once, the day once when I get into just work every morning and then just slam it onto pieces of you know, whatever I do. 
I wish I had a stamp that I can just stamp things with. I was spoiled at my old corporate job because we had a cute little machine where if I made a cheesecake, it was already like preset in there and I just hit cheesecake and it would tell me when it was made, what Ooh. time it was made and when it expired. Now I have to handwrite everything on blue tape like a Neanderthal. It's awful. <laughs> that's offensive to Neanderthals. Neanderthals. Yeah. But you know, so like I have they crafted their artwork with <laughs> rocks and chisels and cave walls. Thank God I don't have to write it on rock. But you know, <laughs> Even though you drag your knuckles, you don't have to compare yourself. Wow. Okay, we can bleep wow. that one out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was my... I feel the love. Speaking of love. Shrek and Fiona? No. That's the theme of our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, Accidentally in love. In love. Can we that's have that's them perform at the wedding? Are they still alive? Uh, uh, Jason's here. I'm a great drag queen. <laughs> I mean, but are like Counting Crows still a thing? Oh, them? Oh, I thought you were talking about Shrek. No. Because <laughs> I know, like, who else? Smash Mouth is, like... No go. We are not booking Smash Mouth no for go. anything. They are, uh, like, and two steps away from done. a white nationalist group. Mm-mm. So, uh... Did you see that video of him at the concert? He, like, barely remembers He was at, songs. like, a wine festival. Was that what that is? He was <laughs> wasted. Oh, yeah. What and do you think he'd do at a wine no, festival? No, but, like, even then, like, all the people that were, like, commenting on the that video, they were like, oh, yeah, I saw him at, like, my brother's bar mitzvah, and he was exactly the same. Like, the homeboy's not in a good place. He couldn't even remember the lyrics to his own song that everyone remembers. Good Lord. Did you, do you think he, like, put an L on his own forehead? <laughs> it was a out. seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> speaking of music. Speaking of music and uh, speaking of somebody that is going through a good time in this time. Oh, um, in honor of our guest, Jared, Jason's jukebox has picked a song that he likes. Oh, so we're going to go from there. Ooh, that's our lovely girl. That was our love is beautiful. Billie Eilish. She performed two years in a row. She performed two years in a well, row and we loved it. Performed two festivals in a row. Oh, that's right. Two festivals in a row because we skipped 2020. But yeah. she was at 2019. And they brought her back, and which was brought, totally cool. Which was totally fine. It was a different set, different, absolutely different energy. Yes. Still a good vibe. I like, love her. It was, it was a completely different concert with completely outcome, like great results. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. So in honor of you and you, our mutual love for her, the song of this week is Therefore I Am. Such a great song. Such a great song. Such a great performance. Such a great vibe. Is that because like losing it by Fisher wouldn't be a good out? going music <laughs> yeah because we had a good time there too i'm losing it <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't wait for life i was really hoping year. that would happen so <laughs> i'm happy it did and now you see people why they started getting married so mm. on that note we finished each other's sandwiches, sandwiches. Oh, god damn it see this is why i'm not gonna marry anybody <laughs> You're not part of this relationship. Of this relationship. Yeah, get out of our house. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, Jar. Oh, oh, thanks wow. for letting me um, speak into a microphone in my own home. And sneak thanks into people's th- ear holes. Thank you for letting us peer pressure you into being a part of this. Yeah. I mean, finally, after four weeks of you guys recording nonstop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're He's here. This. He's here. Not the last time. <laughs> it won't be. No, I feel more comfortable. I mean, I, now I've been introduced. You guys have had Anna... Not yet. No. I thought you guys had Anna. No, yet. You guys haven't met Anna yet? Not yet. Or I mean, the audience hasn't met Anna yet. No. Casey's fun. Yeah. She Mm. is. Nicole is fun. Crazy. Nicole is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot you had Nicole. Yeah. She talked about her football and stuff. Yes. 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 She Mm -hmm. made us feel very small. Yeah. Yeah, And she's the OG (laughs) part of uh, Bros Night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Bros Night, Albie, where can the people find you? Uh, People can find me at Instagram at Alberto Alexander. That is... Alberto Alexander on Instagram. Slip into my DMs and drop me a line. And but not you, that way. I have a man. If, if you're going <laughs> to slip into his DMs, can you at least send me a copy of whatever they send you? Yes, please. If it's... Oh, dear know. Lord. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am. And uh, tell us where, uh, if you are not already, which you should have been. If you're not already following us on Instagram, which shame on you. Yes. But if you need to, you can find us on Instagram at brosnight21. That's brosnight21. What is it again, Jason? Brosnight21. One more time. Brosnight21. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, where do we find you if we want to stalk you and your adventures? You can find me at uh, JSN LLP. That's JSN LLP. And for my man's Jared's, do you want to drop anything? I'm pretty much everywhere as Jared Squints. So if you can find that, um, 
Just follow Albie and he'll tag him in a picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm tagged in like yeah, every other he's picture. Every it's other picture. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and OnlyFans. You can find him at Jack's. Yes, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. But and all you can content. see on OnlyFans is one brown eye winking. So. <laughs> and that's good content quality. Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't already, which I know you haven't, uh, send us a question yeah. or a comment. What do you need help with, Mary? Wait, yeah. can I ask the audience for the the three listeners in Germany and the, the one listener in France or whatever. It's like, less than 1%. How did you, how did you guys find this? If you can message the, the pod cart hosts and find out, let them know like how they got like minimum play in Germany with the threes of yeah, listeners. We appreciate little, you. Little side story. Germany. We appreciate you. Jared didn't really explain it. So on our little um, podcast season one, we have, Three percent of our listeners are in Germany. Who are you? But we love and, you. And are you still listening? <laughs> yeah, and we love you. But Thank who you, are you? Germany. Make yourself known and uh, be a part of our podcast because I want to know the journey as to how it was that you found our little, our little sideshow. A little sideshow in Germany. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really want to know. Yeah, I really want to know too. Thank you, Germany. We love you. And one percent of France and one percent of the UK. And one percent of France. Yes. And Thanks th- for having me. And you're th- Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.